Your kids mean everything to you, and you do anything for them, especially if they're at risk. So when it comes to type 1 diabetes, screen it like you mean it. Because if even just one person in your family has type 1, your child is up to 15 times more likely to get it. But just one blood test can help you spot it early. So don't wait. Talk to your doctor about screening. Tap now or visit screenfortype1.com to get more info. And screen it like you mean it. Your teen requested a ride, but this time, not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You probably drive your teenager around a lot. They have gymnastics club, science club, rec soccer club, school soccer club, club soccer club, and three-hour clarinet club on Saturday night. Perfect. Now, with an Uber teen account, you can be there even when you can't. It's an Uber account that allows your teen to request a ride under your supervision. They ride with a highly rated driver. And with live trip tracking, you can follow along the whole ride. Thank you. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Mile 1,298. You know you're new to this whole EV thing, but those range fears, well, way overblown. Because your all-electric Hyundai Ionic 5 gets you to work and back all week on a single charge. When it comes to embracing change, Hyundai's thinking of every mile. Hyundai, it's your journey. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. You want those idiots who believe in analytics? Welcome in. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you here on a Thursday morning, as always. Uh, Happy to be with you in for Gil Alexander this week. Jason Kahn is here as well, uh, producer number seven, producer number five. Again, a bunch of oddballs with you for this whole week. Uh, let's just show you who's going to be on the show today uh, r- right away. Our guy Jeff Schwartz, the Smarter Than You podcast, will be with us momentarily here at, uh, at the reset at five after the hour. Dan Zimborski of Fangraphs uh, going to talk some baseball, what his thoughts have been on the early portion of the second half of the season. And then... It's media days across college football, which usually means a lot of silly quotes come out of it. Pete Futag of College Football News will be with us at the top of the 11 a.m. hour uh, to discuss uh, discuss uh, some of the chicanery coming out of uh, out of media days uh, across the country, and also something we're going to talk about at least right now uh, in the SEC. As the rumors are starting to fly again, about a decade after realignment hit the scene yeah, in full, about a decade ago, 2011, 2010, were really the years that you started seeing big-time realignment conversation. Of course, Colorado, Nebraska leaving the, the Big 12, 
to go to the Pac-12 and Big Ten, respectively. Missouri, Texas A&M go to the SEC and all sorts of craziness across the entire country. And now Texas and Oklahoma look like they want to out of the Big 12. And the SEC is the wanted destination for the Big 12s. Again, the moneymakers in Oklahoma and Texas. And, and at least looking at this from a betting perspective, if this were to happen. And again, uh, if you're the SEC, I, I understand, though, the, it's the, uh, the shiny new toy, the shiny object of two programs that, again, Texas has been a perennial underachiever for the past decade or so. The Oklahoma Sooners, one of the better programs still in college football, even though they have not busted through and won a playoff game yet. But if you're the SEC, why would you do this? And at least from the betting perspective here, you look at the lower portion teams. When would you ever bet on Vanderbilt in the conference game, especially if you add those two teams into the mix? It hurts Missouri. It hurts Texas A&M. Not Texas A&M as much. It hurts the bottom half teams, the the perennial non-powers, the South Carolinas, the Arkansas of the world. It makes it perennially more difficult to bet on them for a week-to-week basis, which, of course, you can fade on fade them, and there's nothing wrong with that. But from the SEC's perspective, there is no logic to doing this for an on-the-field product thing. And also, too, I say this partially in jest. If you're the SEC, why would you take out Oklahoma and Texas from that league? Because you know you can beat Oklahoma in the playoff with your best team. We've seen it time and time out so far in the early portion of the playoff era. We saw Georgia in that epic double overtime semifinal at the Rose Bowl beat Oklahoma. We saw, uh, again, uh, we saw Texas. We've never seen Texas in the playoff. We saw Oklahoma lose. Uh, I'm pretty sure Joe Burrow and company at LSU are still scoring in that in that peach bowl from a few years ago against Oklahoma but look I I just I just don't get it from a betting perspective too will be uh it would be fascinating to see if the Big 12 would try to survive without their two big dogs there oh and also too you have the Oklahoma State uh, issue with this where in the state constitution of Oklahoma Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have to play in the same conference regardless of uh, wherever Oklahoma goes. So that's another factor that you'd have to tie in there. But look, in the end here, from a betting perspective, if this were to happen, it would not be the last move. We'd see all sorts of moves all over the place. The Big 12 would probably cease to exist uh, sooner rather than later. And uh, we'd be getting ever closer to 20-team super conferences, which in the end – we're kind of already in that era anyway, where it's impossible for a group of five team to get into a postseason as it is already until the playoff, of course, expands in hopefully two seasons. Again, it should be sooner, but I understand there's a ton of red tape that has to happen in order for that to begin. And look, I'm not a fan of it, but we'll see what happens. You're listening to a numbers game here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jeff Parles. In for Gil Alexander this week and next week. But now with us, it is Jeff Schwartz. The uh, Jeff Schwartz is Smarter Than You podcast. And, of course, former offensive lineman in the NFL. And, Jeff, uh, thanks for joining us early this morning. And I want to start with the AFC West with you. And uh, one of your your former teams and uh, your your brother's former team in Kansas City, the Chiefs, of course, back-to-back AFC championships. 
And now they have a totally new look offensive line. They trade for Orlando Brown. They sign Joe Thune. They bring Kyle Long out of retirement. Mike Remmers brought over uh, for a second season as well. That was the one thing we saw in the Super Bowl that obviously hampered them in a big way and caused the blowout loss to Tampa. Do you think these changes on the offensive line are enough to rectify the issues that we saw at the end of last year, which was mostly due to injury? Yes, 100%. Uh, if you look at, you know, Mahomes has lost two playoff games now as a Chiefs starter, right? Uh, the one was to the Patriots, and the other one was to uh, the, uh, you know, the, the Bucks. And in those games, obviously, you know, the defense wasn't good in the first one. And the second one was the offensive line issue, right? Now they fixed mm-hmm. the offensive line. How are you beating the Chiefs in the playoffs now? No, I look. I, I don't. I don't disagree with you there, Jeff. Because, like we saw in the in the two uh, in these three playoff runs for Kansas City, it was almost a three straight Super Bowl appearances. If uh, there wasn't the offside by D Ford, and then now, of course, you have them uh, have them in the back to back Super Bowls. But uh, just looking at the rest of this roster, of course, Tyree Kill is still there. Kel- Travis Kelsey's uh, poised for another big year. That Mahomes guy is pretty good. Uh, the offense now, if that offensive line does perform at the level that, that you think, Jeff, I, what is the ceiling here? Are we looking at another 14-15 win season for Kansas City in a regular year? I, I think we are. I mean, I would take their over for, for their win total. Again, you know, it, their offensive line was their weakness. Um, they, 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 did, they did so well with that position. They have backups now that can start, right? I mean, they have guys that started in the Super Bowl there might be backups for them. And offensively, look, I think they need a number two wide receiver to emerge. Uh, you know, is it going to be Hardman? Is it going to be Robinson? But I think offensively what they do is they get back to basics. They, uh, you know, go back to the screens, which they didn't do a lot in the second half of last season. They go back to some quick passing game, get Mahomes under center. They're going to run the ball a little bit more now. They're going to kind of go back to the roots, I think, which will make them, which is wild to say, a more efficient offense um, than they, I think they were the last you know, eight weeks of the season. Um, and again, I, I, if their defense is just okay, right? I mean, they're they're just average or you know around average, and they'll be fine. They'll win enough games. It's an offensive league, um, and again, I think that that it, it just it's hard for me to imagine many teams beating them when the Chiefs are playing their A game. I think last year they realized that oftentimes, especially end of games, right? I mean, they had that long stretch where where they didn't cover games just because it looked like they really didn't care. To you know, the, the fourth quarter they're up three touchdowns. It's kind of play lackadaisical down the stretch. I think they've learned that lesson this year. And I think we see a renewed Chiefs team. Again, injuries play a big part in this. We'll see what they look like after playing so many football games over these over these last couple of years. But um, it's hard for me to believe anyone in the West especially will give them much trouble, maybe outside of the of the Chargers, I think, uh, right now. Jeff, there's, there's no concern of uh, the Super Bowl loser having a hangover uh, for Kansas City. This feels like a different bunch than a lot of those teams that have lost the Super Bowl over the year. It does, and, and because you know, a lot of those teams, Atlanta, for example, right, Carolina, um, you know, those were kind of one-hit wonder teams. Mm-hmm. This is a team that's built for this each year, right? I mean, we don't talk about that with New England, right? They would lose the Super Bowl, come back the next year and play another Super Bowl because they had Tom Brady – that a system that works. Well, Andy Reid, guys, is a freaking good coach, right? And he yes. has a system that works. And and he has Pat Mahomes. And and so, you know, what what makes the Andy, I think, on par with Belichick as far as a coach, and obviously Belichick has had more success over a long period of time, but it's not like Andy Reid has been a bum, right? I mean, he's it, – it, I saw a coaching list put out earlier this year where, like, Andy Reid was, like, seventh. It's like, what, are, you, are you kidding me? He's 
the second best coach in NFL, maybe he's one D behind Belichick, is that just like Belichick, he's very adaptable, right? So he he'll look at his offense from last year, look at his defense, and say, hey, you know, yes, we were really good last year, but how do we how do we how do we better? You know, how, how, what can we do to be better this year? And, he, and he'll fix whatever he has to do. Is there's no ego in in making uh, changes on offense or defense? And so that's what kind of sets him apart, I think, from a lot of coaches, where a lot of guys just want to run what they run, and they you know they look at it as a failure of the personnel when things don't go very well, and and you know they they run back the same kind of scheme. It doesn't do that, and so they have kind of this system in place where a hangover, in my opinion is not going to happen. Plus, look, they turned over, you know, like, like you mentioned, their entire offensive line. Like, mm-hmm. There's new players on the team that will be excited to try to win a Super Bowl now. Jeff Schwartz with us right now here on a numbers game. Uh, of course, former offensive lineman in the NFL. Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you podcast. Uh, Jeff, uh, you said it before, and I agree with you. Even at a high win total in a 17-game season at 12-and-a-half for Kansas City, Jeff, you can get 12 and a half wins over at plus 105 at DraftKings. I don't know how you don't fire on that. You have to fire on that, guys. I, I just like we're like look at their schedule, and of course they you know they play the Packers this year. I mean you know they play the you know they have a first place schedule, but they've had that first place schedule for four years now, and it has not mattered. Um, you know they were 14 and one last year uh, when Mahomes started games, and again in some of those games. They didn't play well down the stretch. You know, they had a long stretch where they didn't cover the back half of the season. But guess what? They won all these games. Like, you know, the Browns week one, for example. I think the Browns are the most talented team in the NFL. But, the, you know, the, the difference is they don't have Patrick Mahomes. They have Baker Mayfield. You know, it's a bad spot for the Browns. It's week one. Andy Reid off a bye we know is fabulous. With him and Mahomes in week one, and they're averaging 38 points a game. Like, the Browns are going to lose that game. And that's, so that's one first-place team now that the Chiefs are going to be like, they're just, they're going to win these games. And I don't see them outside of injuries. A lot of teams stopping them. I do not know what's going to be different this year than the previous three or four years. Jeff, let's move to Denver. The Broncos, uh, of course, have all sorts of questions at quarterback. The rest of the roster looks pretty solid. An offensive line uh, that is improved, uh, bringing in Bobby Massey. Uh, Garrett Bowles coming off a season uh, where he was one of the most improved players in the entire NFL at left tackle. A defense that looks like it will be elite again and only getting better with getting Vaughn Miller back. Uh, is it as simple for this team as... If they get competent quarterback play, they could be a playoff team. And if Locke and Bridgewater, whoever starts struggles, this is going to be another disappointing season in mile high. Well, I just don't know how you can trust a team that doesn't have a solidified quarterback. And even if Teddy Bridgewater is that guy, I mean, what is, what is Teddy Bridgewater? Is he an average quarterback? Mm-hmm. You know, that might be buoyed by a really good defense and a good run game. But you know, you, again, you look at that division, you have, you know, three quarterbacks ahead of ahead of Denver that are just better, right? And it's a quarterback driven league. And you look at the rest of the AFC, you think playoff team, right? So, you know, you have Browns and Ravens, right? I think they're playoff teams. The Bills obviously are a playoff team. The Chiefs are a playoff team. Someone, um, you know, in the South, you know, the Colts, the 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 Titans, like are is the Broncos better than those teams? Like I, in, in that division? Uh, probably not, unless Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke plays a, a season that we haven't seen from them in a while. They're not getting Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is playing for the Packers, so mm-hmm. Broncos fans probably need to get that, that fantasy out of their of their minds. Um, so, yeah, defense, I agree. Really good defense. And Vic Fangio's a great OC. But I just don't trust the quarterback position. And you look around that division, um, not often does the fourth best quarterback in a division make the playoffs, right? Uh, that, that seems unlikely to happen uh, very often. 
100% agree with you on that last point, too. You just don't see teams with the, the fourth-best quarterback ever really compete more than just uh, win a few games here and there in Denver. Uh, I'm with you. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. We've seen enough from Locke to know that he's a backup quarterback in this league, and Bridgewater has had glimpses of being good. But, uh, again, you're, what, eight, 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 eight nine-win ceiling probably with Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback in Denver. Jeff Schwartz with us right now here on a numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Jeff, I want to go to the team that intrigues me a whole heck of a lot, and that's the LA Chargers. A new era at head coach Brandon Staley takes over uh, as Anthony Lynn was fired at the end of the season. Uh, year two now for Justin Herbert, who had a, a to me, a much better rookie campaign than I expected. Uh, the defense uh, gets healthier. Uh, Derwin James should be ready to go for the beginning of the season. Jeff, the Chargers are a team that I expect to be in the postseason this year. Uh, tell me why I'm right or tell me why I'm wrong. I'm, I'm with you here. Um, you know, the question obviously is you have a very young head coach who hasn't done this before, right? I mean, he's been OC, I'm assuming a DC now for one whole season, right? So I'm kind of worried about how he will adapt to being a head coach. He could be the best head coach of all time. I just don't know, right? I mean, and you mentioned all the pieces are there on the roster. And this is something that I know people hate talking about, but it's worth talking about. They're one of the teams that has a low vaccination rate, and that's going to matter this season, guys. I, I know that we don't want to talk about that, you know, the, that and, and, and whatnot, but, you know, L.A. County right now is having a huge spike in COVID. That's where they're at. They're in L.A. County, right? Like, if you have guys that are unvaccinated and they're getting COVID and they're out for two weeks and, and your roster is, is set back and now you have to play the Chiefs, but the Chiefs are fully vaccinated and they have all their players and you don't like that. That's a competitive advantage this year is, is the team that is, is at least, you know, get to herd immune with 85%, I think is what they're saying on the team. Those teams have a greater advantage in teams that don't, because again, if you lose a you know, entire position group, like Denver did last year with the quarterbacks, because you're unvaccinated, well, guess what? You're losing that game. And, and if that one game, you know, that one game can make a difference when it comes to who, you know, who's the seventh seed in AFC. So, that's my biggest concern for them right now. And if I see their numbers come up with vaccination rate, then I'd feel much better about taking them as a playoff team. Again, if they miss, if it's, you know, like I worry about it with, with Buffalo, if their wide receiver room, man, if, if one guy gets it um, and their in their wide receiver room is unvaccinated, they're not playing for two weeks. That entire room ain't playing for two weeks. Then what do you do if you're Buffalo? So um, that's a, a concern I have for some of these teams. The chargers are, are one of them, at least, you know, we're, Reportedly, I don't, I don't have the information right. for who's actually vaccinated there. Right, and and uh, you bring it up, Jeff, and their week one matchup is against Washington, who reportedly is also uh, down near the bottom of the list. So uh, uh, that that is something to look at uh, as well. And I, I do agree with you; it's absolutely a competitive advantage for, especially for the teams that are well above uh, the eighty-five percent uh, plateau. Which again. That's the one thing the Pittsburgh Steelers do have going for them. Uh, as I said earlier in the week, I'm not high not on, on the Steelers uh, this year. But they do have the high vaccination rate, so that is uh, good Me for them. I, I'm glad you're well, – I know you're playing on AFC West. I'm with you, man. The Steelers not making the playoffs, I think it's minus 200-ish mm -hmm. right now. That's like my favorite bet of the entire – that and Dak has come back player of the year. The Steelers are not making the playoffs, guys. Like, I, yeah. I, I, like find me an aging quarterback – who's on the downside of their career that just magically becomes good again. The answer is nobody. Like, they're not making the playoffs this year. You're not making the playoffs with a, with a, with a, with a quarterback who's broken down, man. It didn't happen. Sorry, Steelers fans. No, Jeff, Jeff, I 100% agree with you, and I'm willing to actually uh, uh, veer off here for a second because the Raiders are the only team we haven't talked about out west, and I'm not, they don't really intrigue uh. me at all. Uh, but 
Jeff, I, I'll tell you this. Last night uh, on, a, on another show on the network, Primetime Action, uh, uh, that I was filling in for Gillen there, the Steelers' beginning part of the schedule actually is not too rough. The first six weeks of the year, it's not impossible that they start 4-2. and two, And then after the bye week, it just gets absolutely brutal. That's one of those where I agree with you. I like it even at that big number, laying the price on them to miss the playoffs. But if they start out pretty well, there's no way they're getting through the back half of the season as a uh, as a playoff team. So even if you you like it at the beginning of the year, bet it there and then bet it again if they get off to a good start, Jeff. Uh, it might, I'm all in on doubling good, down yeah. against the Steelers this year. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean the value can change throughout the season. So I'm, I'm with you. Look, I just I just don't buy it. I mean, they new offensive line, new OC, aging quarterback. Um, I just a division that's really good. I don't see it. Just no. don't. A hundred percent. And two, I, look, I, you said before you think Cleveland's the most talented team in the NFL. Uh, I, I have Cleveland at the second best record in the NFL with only Kansas City ahead of them. So uh, you and I are seeing eye to eye so far on that AFC North this year, Jeff. Uh, but let, let, let's shift back to the West. Uh, the, the last team in the division. And look, this team really doesn't intrigue me much at all with the Raiders. Uh, first year with fans here at, uh, in Vegas with Allegiant Stadium. That's really the biggest story for me uh, going into this season for the Raiders. A win total of seven. Uh, Jeff, uh, when can we say this John Gruden experiment is just not going to work? And I know the Raiders will never move on from him. But this experiment just has not worked here in Vegas with John Gruden. No, it hasn't. Um, and, you know, a couple of reasons are, you know, his drafts have just been backwards, right? Like they just seem, they just seem kind of, you know, look, there's, there's a, a certain value to the draft, right? Like you want to try to get guys around the value of their pick, right? You know, not overpaying guys. He just doesn't seem to figure that out. Um, and defensively, I mean, it's not his fault. I mean, he's not the DC, but they're atrocious. And what really worries me about him too is, his record in, in December is like under forty percent. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you know, you're coming down the stretch of a season, and you have often division games at the end of the year. Because I don't know what they did with this year. I haven't really looked in, in depth, but you know, the last two couple weeks of the year, most are division games, right? So, so that, you know, if you can't win those games, you ain't winning the division. Uh, um, and I just, I just don't see now. They played the Chiefs pretty well the last two years. They, they found a way to score. On them, which is good, um, but I just don't trust their coaching. Um, you know, they should have lost the Jets last year. That was an atrocious end of game situation. Um, you know, they basically got got it back with the Dolphins going in there and winning that that odd game at the end too. But I, I just, I just don't buy John Gruden. I'm with you there too. Yeah, I, I have the Raiders finishing in last. I, I just don't think there's enough talent, and that defense is brutal yet again for the Vegas Raiders. He's Jeff Schwartz. Get him on the tweets at his name. At Jeff Schwartz, the the uh, Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you podcast, and of course, former NFL offensive lineman in uh, in, in the league for uh, for for ten years there. Jeff, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Thanks for getting up with us this uh, this morning. Oh, I'm on the East Coast. I'm up for five hours, buddy. Take care. <laughs> of course, absolutely. Uh, hey, look, I, I could talk football with Jeff for for three days if uh, if time allowed, for sure. When we get back, actually. We're going to look at the Las Vegas Raiders. We're going to go we're going to work our way backwards in the AFC West today. We'll start with the team that I'm projecting to finish last. I'll tell you why next. Here on the Numbers Game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Did you know that when your tooth enamel is gone, it's gone forever? That's scary to think about. So up your daily regimen with Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair Toothpaste and new Pronamel Repair Mouthwash. They work great together, penetrating deep into the tooth surface and locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. With new Pronamel Repair Mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. So show your teeth some love with Pronamel, the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion. Buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Learn more at Pronamel.com. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Covino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. With football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. 
BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. It is an Umpers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles, Jason Kahn, producer number seven here as well. Happy to be with you on uh it is a Thursday. Yeah, it's a Thursday. Just have to double check this, making sure my days are right. But let's uh continue our NFL division preview. Uh we're in the we're we're out here. Let's start with a team that just plays up the road, up uh, up I-15 North from where we are here on uh, here at the South Point. The Las Vegas Raiders, first season with fans at Allegiant Stadium. I'll say this, that Monday night game against Baltimore is going to be a wild scene to open up Allegiant Stadium for Raider games to the public for the first time uh, in the regular season. Of course, no fans were in attendance for any games here in Vegas a year ago due to COVID-19 protocol. The Raiders win total in even seven at DraftKings division odds, 18 to one AFC championship, 40 to one Super Bowl, 80 to one. Uh, none of those numbers are relevant because you should not bet any of those numbers. Uh, look, look, here's the deal with the Raiders. I like John Gruden, the persona. I am a fan of that. But John Gruden, the football coach, in this second go-around with the Raiders, the results speak for themselves. It's been a massive disappointment. If he didn't have the 10-year contract, he'd probably be gone already. P- uh, coaches with the record that Gruden has, under 500, they're out usually in th- in four years, and he's still here, which, again, not a surprise. He was never going to get canned unless if it was just embarrassingly bad, which... None of these seasons have been embarrassingly bad for the Raiders, but the big thing, and, and Jeff Schwartz alluded to it, and and we'll go through it here. The Raiders do not win in December under John Gruden. Last year, their only December win was that ridiculousness against the Jets and then Week 17 against Denver, which was technically in January. But you look at the Raiders' schedule for December and January this year, And another December, January swoon is coming for this team. It really starts on Thanksgiving against Dallas. And then look at the right half of your screen if you're watching at vcin.com. That schedule is absolutely brutal, even without the already swoons that we've seen from this team. Washington at home, bad matchup for the Raiders. That defensive line for Washington should have a day here in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. They won in Kansas City last year, the Raiders. I realize that. They are winning in Kansas City two straight years, guys. It's not happening. At Cleveland, they won in Cleveland last year in a game that had 35-mile-an-hour wins. Fluky game. Not repeatable. Denver, Week 16, a potential win. They can beat the Broncos in, here in Vegas for sure. At Indy, Indy's going to need that game to make it make the playoffs in all likelihood. They'll be a big dog in that one. And then the Chargers, Week 18, they could win that because the Chargers may not need the game to get into the postseason. But if the Chargers needed. L.A.'s coming to Vegas and winning that game. This is a brutal back end of the schedule. I don't care that the early half of the schedule, especially pre-buy, actually is not that intimidating. 
But for me, the Raiders are another disappointment. Derek Carr actually has a reasonable season here. I like their offensive weapons. But their defense is going to be one of the league's worst yet again. And their offensive line is it's okay. Picking Alex Leatherwood in the first round was bizarre. They were backwards. If they, if they just flipped it with Trayvon Morrigan and Leatherwood in the second round, there honestly wouldn't be anything uh, too bad about it. But for me, the Raiders are 6-11. and They're a 6-11 team. Their offense does enough, actually, to be reasonable. But their defense is just so bad. And not in a bottom five unit, they will give up a ton of yards. They will give up a ton of points again. And this will be the offseason where it really gets loud about how can John Gruden stick around as the head coach of the Raiders. He'll be here in 2022. I feel pretty confident in that. Even if the Raiders go 6-11 and and finish in last place in the AFC West. They're an over team. They're a fade, especially late. And they're an under seven wins as the one bet I have on the Las Vegas Raiders. When we get back, we're going to go to the top of the division, the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to look to steamroll through the AFC West again. And I'll tell you if I like their high win total over. That's next here on the Numbers Game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander. Tomorrow's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod features a cast reunion of the 2014 TV series Horse Players. Jockeys Guild CEO Terry Meeks discusses the riding crop controversy in last week's Haskell Stakes. And DraftKings Sportsbook's Johnny Avello handicaps this weekend's races, including Saturday's coaching club, American Oaks at Saratoga. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or download the podcast tomorrow at vcin.com slash podcast. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod, of course, brought to you by First Bet. It is a numbers game here on vcin. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Dan Zimborski of Fangraphs will be with us in 10 minutes' time to talk about what he thinks is going to happen in the second half of the Major League Baseball season. And we'll, we'll find some betting opportunities as well in those to make a playoffs and divisional markets with Zimborski. But let's continue our AFC West preview. Uh, if you just joined us, I am not high on the Las Vegas Raiders. like them under seven wins. Uh, that was the play for Vegas. But let's get to the def- two-time defending AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes guy's still pretty good, Jason Kahn. The favorite to win the MVP award. The favorite to throw for the most yards. The favorite to throw the most touchdown passes this year in the National Football League at DraftKings. And as you see on your screen, the breading profile for the Kansas City Chiefs. Week one, I cannot wait for that week one matchup against Cleveland. That is a phenomenal football game. To me, the two best teams in the AFC squaring off in week one in a, in a rematch of last year's divisional round playoff, which... Cleveland had a real shot to win that game. I know it'll be a little revisionist history. The Browns, one correct penalty call from actually winning that game. That's how close they were to KOing the Chiefs. And yes, I know Mahomes got concussed in the middle of that game, but still, 
Still would have been very impressive, even with Chad Henney playing quarterback at the end of that game for Kansas City. Chiefs are a massive favorite to win the AFC West, minus 300. I'll be completely honest with all of you. They should be about minus 450. So I'm not a huge fan of laying minus 300 on anything, but that's not a bad number on Kansas City. The Chargers, who we'll get to later, just aren't good enough to catch the Chiefs, and the other two teams are clearly not good enough, unless if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver, which, by the day, is looking less and less likely for Aaron Rodgers to be moved out of Green Bay. They are the short shot to win the AFC. They are the short shot to win the Super Bowl. Kansas City is plus 210 at uh, BetMGM to win the AFC and plus 450 to win the Super Bowl and a high win total of 12 and a half. Here's a question marks for KC. And the second question on your screen that's popping up is more important to me than the first one. Because the Chiefs, their build... And Jeff Schwartz brought this up earlier. They're not gonna not gonna have a Super Bowl hangover. They're not gonna have a Super Bowl hangover, as you see right now on on the screen. They're not gonna have one. They're too good, too much talent offensively, and as long as Patrick Mahomes stays healthy, Kansas City is going to win the division. They're gonna win their 12, 13, 14 games. But the bigger question is. This new offensive line that they have, they legitimately completely redid it. New guys across the board. Traded for Orlando Brown. Traded their number one, their first-round pick to Baltimore to get Brown away. They signed Joe Thune, who was the most sought-after guard in the free agent market this year. They brought Kyle Long out of a one-year retirement to play right guard. Austin Blythe now at center for Kansas City. Mike Remmers was on the team last year, played because of injury. Remmers, you're looking like you're starting right tackle. Uh, they get a Laurent Duvernay-Tardif back after a year on the front lines up in Quebec. Uh, uh, of course, Dr. Duvernay-Tardif uh, was, uh, was in the ER in the hospital in Quebec uh, treating patients with COVID-19. He's back this year. Uh, they still have Austin, uh, Andrew Wiley as well, who is playing a lot down the stretch on that offensive line. I think that offensive line is going to be good. I don't think it's going to be great. But as long as they're good, that's more than enough for Patrick Mahomes and company. And I'm curious to see, too, how good is Orlando Brown? Because the Chiefs have a decision off in, the, uh, in between seasons of are you going to want to bring him back? He's up for a big contract as a left tackle in this league. So that will be a storyline to look at as well. Look, the Chiefs schedule the first seven weeks of the season. For any other team, it would be, ah, that's a pretty shaky start to the year. Those are some really difficult games out of the, out of the gate. Cleveland at Baltimore on a primetime game on Sunday night. The Chargers, uh, week four at the Eagles. They'll destroy the Eagles. The Eagles, we'll get to the NFC next week. The Eagles, to me, are, are, are in the running to be one of the worst teams in all of the NFL. Buffalo week five at Washington, which, and look, if that offensive line is banged up, that might not be an easy game with how good that pass rush is. At Tennessee, the Chiefs have had all sorts of issues with the Titans through the years, even though, of course, they famously beat them in the AFC Championship game in the 2019 season to get to the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. And then Green Bay Week 9 is not an easy game as well, assuming Aaron Rodgers is there. But I don't care that this schedule is not is pretty difficult because as long as Patrick Mahomes stays healthy 
and that defense isn't just absolutely horrific, which I don't think they will be, even with the questions about Frank Clark's availability because of the incident that happened off the field in Los Angeles. Kansas City's offense will be, at worst, the second-highest scoring offense in the NFL, probably at worst third. And there will be no hangover for them. And Patrick Mahomes will have another huge season. Travis Kelsey will be great. I actually, uh, the one bet I have on this team is actually a prop. It's Travis Kelsey's receiving touchdowns over 10. How is he not getting to double digits at a minimum? I don't care that there's minus 130 juice on that. That should be like minus 150. That number should be 11. I'll take the whole extra touchdown that I anticipate uh, that I would very happily uh, take. He's getting the double digits. You're at worst pushing on 10 on Travis Kelsey, over 10 receiving touchdowns. So that's my favorite bet for Kansas City. The over-under, of course, when we've been referring to this, we've been referring to uh, point totals. They're an over team. The only question mark with that is will the totals get out of control? We have seen that in the past. If these totals start getting weight into the high 50s, that's when you have to reevaluate what Kansas City is as a total team this year. But I like their win total over. If you're going to give me a 12.5 with plus money on the over, I don't know how you don't take it. 13-4, and 14-3, and 15-2, and two, completely in play for Patrick Mahomes and company in Kansas City. But the best bet on this team, Travis Kelsey over 10 receiving touchdowns, minus 130. You can find that number over at DraftKings. When we get back, Dan Zimborski talking Major League Baseball with Zimborski of Fangraphs. We're going to see if we can find some value in some divisional odds or even the, to win the NL or AL championship. That's next here on a numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Did you know that when your tooth enamel is gone, it's gone forever? That's scary to think about. So up your daily regimen with Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair Toothpaste and new Pronamel Repair Mouthwash. 
They work great together, penetrating deep into the tooth surface and locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. With new Pronamel Repair Mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. So show your teeth some love with Pronamel, the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion. Buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Learn more at Pronamel.com. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Bet fearlessly on your favorite sports with a risk-free first wager up to $600 at BetMGM. Just sign up using the bonus code VSIN600. That's V-S-I-N-600. And get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use promo code VSIN600 to make your first bet risk-free up to $600. New customer offer. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. It is in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text REDLINE 1-800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. And now with us, it's our guy, Dan Zimborski of Fangraphs. Of course, uh, Dan, uh, the creator 
of Zips, one of the, the uh, great baseball statistic to uh, see how good players and teams are going to be and always the fun thing before the year, Dan compares players on every single team to historic comps, and then people get mad on at Dan on Twitter for it. So, <laughs> uh, Dan, always a pleasure to catch up with you. And, and let's just dive right in here. Uh, just as we are now a little less than a week into the second half of the season, who is the one team that is currently in first place that you think is a team that is going to fall out of first place? I still think it's the it's the Giants, Jeff. I, I they're a lot better than we expected going in. I, I don't have any problem admitting that they're better than a 500 team. The the offense is good. The rotation has pretty much had its best case scenario. But I still don't see them outlasting both the Dodgers and the Padres, especially the Dodgers. It's it's a two two games. I do think they'll fall back, but they will make the playoffs fairly easily. I think. So, uh, Dan, just. Uh... The NL playoffs to me are pretty simplistic at this point on what they're going to look like. The three NL West teams in some order, I still think the Dodgers will be the team that wins that division. By the way, the Dodgers right now at Ben MGM, minus 275 to still win that division despite blowing that game last night to San Francisco. The Brewers out of the Central and then someone out of the NL East. Right now, the Mets are in first place. They're a minus 250 favorite. The Phillies are plus 450. The Braves at plus 650. The Nats at 10 to 1. And then the Marlins at 80 to 1, who have no shot anyway. Do you think the Mets hold on here as a minus 250 favorite, Dan, or would you look elsewhere in the NL East? I think they do. They, they're they in the lead. I mean, it's not an impressive record, but they're in the lead with a lot of injuries, a lot of underperformance, and I think that this team is going to be more aggressive at the trade deadline than during the Wilpon days. I mean, it's it's a, it's a new – we have new ownership in New York, one that is a, is a little more aggressive about these things. They just – oh, the Mets are kind of standing around watching nothing happen. Uh, I, I think they're the best team. But, you know, the, the worries are piling up for them. Well, of course, DeGrom on the IL, Lindor on the IL. The Mets at least uh, were able to win a series in Cincinnati, which was, uh, let's just say that game on Monday night, uh, team, the, the teams are still scoring runs in that game, even though that game's been over <laughs> for two days. But, but Dan, just looking at, uh, just looking at that, that division as a whole, and, and the trade deadline is eight days away right now. Are any, either of those teams behind them, especially the Phillies and Atlanta, are they going to fool themselves to trying to, to trade for pieces and really buy at the trade deadline as opposed for at least Atlanta without Acuna? And we've already seen them buy Steven Vogt and Jock Peterson. Uh, it's hard to see Atlanta, especially Dan, stay in this thing without their player. Yeah, one of the things about the Braves is they were a five team with Acuna. Right. And you, it's, it's very hard to. There's no, but there's literally nobody in baseball you realistically require to place that. And when you place a, you just get to where you with a. So I said they're major for the Braves. Been overpaid for when yeah, Jack Peterson didn't cost that much. I think I still think there's actually a good chance that he flips again before the deadline. Uh, the Phillies, I think, are in a more interesting position because they are a team that they have their core. They're not. They've been resistant to going over the luxury tax threshold, and you know they have they have limited opportunities at this point to to really improve the team. And I think they do have to do that to to add an outfielder, to add a pitcher, uh, because I mean 
you have to grab these when they can. And the Phillies have been so content the last year to be kind of a 500 team. Dan Zimborski with us right now here on a numbers game, uh, senior writer for fan graphs uh, at D Zimborski on the tweets. Uh, Dan, uh, right now, I'll ask you this. The Phillies right now to make the playoffs at DraftKings at plus 380. Would you take a shot on that? Uh, again, uh, there's not really much of an out other than winning the division here. I think uh, I think I possibly would. I know it's a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a, uh, a hedging bet, but considering so much is going with the Mets because – do you want to be in a position to bet on Jacob DeGrom's injury? Now, I think the Mets are going to take the division, but there is a real opportunity for the Phillies, and that could be a good value. You're uh, the, the exacerbated yes there from Dan Zimborski on, on, <laughs> on the Phillies. Uh, I, I want to I look at just uh, the, the league futures in the NL before we shift over to the American League. The Dodgers are still... The favorites at BetMGM at plus 170. Uh, the Mets and the Padres are the, the co-second favorites at plus 475. Milwaukee at plus 550. The Giants at plus 650. And then the Phillies and Atlanta at 25 to 1. I don't think anyone else realistically has a chance other than maybe Washington who's sitting at 40 to 1 right now, Dan. Is this still take the Dodgers at the short shot here or would you look down the board a little bit? Oh, I looked down the board. The NL West is too wide open. I, I think that you have to kind of. I'm not, I don't. I very rarely find a great opportunity to bet on a favorite uh, in, in this kind of exercise. Okay, uh, what, what would the what would the team be? Would you take a shot on Milwaukee at plus five fifty with the pitching that they have? I think I would. Uh, I, I think that the Brewers are the best team in the NL Central, very clearly, and I think they are going to pick up a bat at the deadline. Okay, uh, maybe a maybe a Trevor Story or a Joey Gallo there uh, for the Milwaukee. Oh, I'd love Brewers. Gallo. Gallo would be fun. Well, Gallo, look, and and you bring up a good point here, and and uh, Paul Sporer made this point uh, earlier in the week. Dan, this trade deadline had their team. They're, it's a smaller collection of teams that are truly buying this year. So that means, at least for me, the teams that are clear sellers, uh, the Texases, the, the Colorados, uh, if there's anyone worth it out of Arizona, the Diamondbacks, uh, maybe Eduardo Escobar is worth it for some uh, uh, team in, in, in the race here. But, Dan, do you expect this to be a more active trade deadline? And then we see the betting markets, of course, change because uh, maybe a, a Milwaukee makes a big move for Gallo or a Mets uh, make a big move for a Chris Bryant or a Craig Kimbrell. I, I do feel this is going to be a busy trade line trade deadline. Uh, if you look at it, some of the teams that do have money to spend and are do tend to be aggressive are teams that are in kind of an awkward position right now. I think of the AL East teams. The Yankees and the Blue Jays are just on the edge of falling too far behind in the wild card race. And both those teams will be under significant pressure to make additions. The Yankees don't really do like the teardown rebuild. Right. The Blue Jays thought they'd be better than they have been this year. They didn't expect to be fourth at this point. I thought they'd be second or third at this point. Uh, they especially when you talk about trades that involve not just a rental, but say an extra year, uh, someone like Joey Gallo, I think that there will be an active market. And I, 
I could possibly be saying that out of hope because, you know, every writer loves to see that. Well, of course. Again, again, more more content for you to create off of more trades. Uh, that's for sure there, Dan. You bring up the AL East. I, I want to go there next because, uh, look, the White Sox are a minus, uh, a minus 5,000 division favorite in the AL Central. They're going to win that division. The Astros are a minus 800 favorite at BetMGM right now in the AL West. Unless the Oakland just gets really hot, the Astros are going to win that division. Uh, but the Red Sox, uh, a good showing in Buffalo to win those two games uh, against the Blue Jays. And Tampa is still Tampa. They're within range of the Red Sox, a game behind entering today's action. The Red Sox a minus 115 favorite. The Rays plus 140. Dan, would it be worth a shot on Tampa here to overtake Boston because of the questions in the rotation for the Red Sox? I think that is a, 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 a good possibility. That was one of the reasons I was worried about the Red Sox coming into this season because you look at their rotation, and even like assuming Chris Sale returns, which it looks like he, he's coming close to, uh, you have a lot of guys with a very long injury history, and they've really been healthy this year, and that's very dangerous uh, for for any team to be counting too much on health, the Mets kind of do that every year. Although they did a better job this year, I actually like the A's odds against the Astros. Okay, I actually have their probability of taking that division at at twenty one percent, and that makes them interesting considering they're only three games back right now. Yeah, so five to five to one right now on Oakland. To win that division, yeah. Dan. So I, you would you would take a shot on the A's at five to one, and also too, maybe even a better bet to make the playoffs. The A's right now are just only minus one fifteen. Yeah, that I, I think I like the, the the divisional odds better. Okay, uh, the Astros do have some downside. I think they'll acquire a pitcher, but you know they they they've had issues with Urquidy. They've kept that rotation. Way they've packed up together way better than I expected coming into the season when they because they've lost so much talent in recent years. He's Dan Zimborski. Get him on the tweets at D Zimborski. He writes for Fangraphs, the creator of Zips. Dan, always a pleasure to catch up with you. We'll do it again soon. Always fight, Jeff. Until next time. Of course. Uh, coming up next here on a numbers game, Pete Futek of College Football News. Get Pete's take on. The potential movement for Texas and Oklahoma. Oh, and by the way, Alabama's going to be pretty good again. We'll ask him about the tide next here on a number on VSIN. Smooth frown lines with Daxify, the only peptide powered frown line treatment. Chosen as one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2023, it's the first innovation of its kind in over 20 years. Daxify is the only frown line treatment powered by a novel peptide. Come see why everyone is talking about the Daxify look and why beauty lovers choose Daxify. To learn more about Daxify, visit Daxify.com. The effects of Daxify may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Tell your provider right away if you have problems swallowing, speaking, or breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness, as these can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Do not receive Daxify if you have a skin infection or are allergic to botulinum toxin products. Tell your doctor about your medical conditions, including any muscle or nerve conditions, and all medicines, including any side effects from botulinum toxins, as they may increase the risk of serious side effects. These are not all the possible side effects of Daxify. For more information, visit Daxify.com. Talk to your doctor or call 1-877-798-6243. To learn more about Daxify, visit Daxify.com. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.